I just got done eating, so this is going to be the first podcast I've recorded in a while where I'm not actually eating. Oh, so good news for listeners. wrong though you have that in your ear whatever <laughs> it's actually not that bad they'll be fine they'll be fine you'll be okay we'll be fine oh you guys it is such nice weather outside i know well i went out this morning to go over to do okay so my fucking washing machine broke oh man really but like i went to go check to like switch clothes and like it was f- filled with water with oh, all the clothes in it oh, like it just stopped so it fucking stank so I go to, I, this morning I got all the wet clothes out or whatever, mm-hmm. took them over to the laundry part here, mm-hmm. laundry my hair, so thank fuck my dryer's not broken so I can at least get them out and dry them. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, I had to do all that this morning and it stinks so bad. Oh, I hate that. That is so gross. And it takes forever to get the stink out. Well, and I put a shitload of laundry detergent and like those smellies uh-huh. in there, so I'm hoping that like... It all works. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping that Casey can fix the washer. You know, Darwin mm-hmm. said he could, but let's not get greedy. Okay, he put brakes on backwards one time. <laughs> look at, he's he's looking at you like you are a dick. <laughs> he's ready to fucking rage. Frickin' dick. Darling, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And, oh, it so, happened. I uh, was getting coffee, you know, over there in the coffee corner. <laughs> <And> coffee <laughs> I see a little mouse on your, your um, counter. I'm like, why the fuck do they have that? And I'm like, duh, she has cats. <laughs> Kitty, the kitty kitty. Yeah, they've been fighting over that one all morning. It's so funny. Well, yeah, he has something to say about it. I'm getting so much pussy now. You don't know. Oh my God, darling. Kitty litter is one box over. There you go. Trying to climb into the cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong box, buddy. And this one's over here stalking him with a mouth in his mouth. Yeah, Phantom's a dick. So I got them like um, the kitten caps. Do you Mm -hmm. know what they are? The cute ones that you like put on their clothes or whatever. Um, oh, fuck. What? I was going to bring over my kitty nail clipper and do their nails for you. Oh, well, no, I don't want you to now because I ha- oh. they have to be longer so that I can actually put the caps on. Oh, okay. Because um, they, they like, grab the couch and try to and climb oh, it yeah. and they <coughs> scratch the kids a couple times. So I'm going to put those on them. But, like, they're all girl colors, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but Hot pink and a black cat. I like it. That's going to be great. But at least now we'll be able to tell the cats apart as mm, a bonus mm. to that because you can see the caps through their claws yeah. or through their paws when well, they're on. How long do they last on? Don't they just bite them off? Or do you glue them on? There's a special adhesive that comes oh. with it so you glue them on. That's but really I bought like a hundred pairs. Oh damn. And wasn't fucking around. Where are they now? Well I got them shipped to Mountain oh. House. Oh. I, I never changed them. I never changed my Amazon address. Oh yeah okay. When I moved here because Melanie lives so damn close it doesn't matter. I'll just go grab them. Yeah that makes sense. So I had a, a shower thought today. You know, it's just kind of like a shower thought. Yeah, a shower thought. Okay. You know, you're in the shower, you're just kind of thinking about just random different things. And <clears throat> I was thinking, you know, it would be really nice if the hair on my head grew as fast as the hair under my arms. Dude. <laughs> and my legs. Same. <laughs> I mean, my hair grows fucking fast. Yeah. Like, I was looking at a picture when I hacked it off, and it was, like, up to here. Oh, yeah. So it grows fairly... These cats are dicks. It grows fairly quick. Mm-hmm. Reaper always does this. Reaper gets up on the height advantage. He'll climb on the table or How up funny. into the chairs, and then he'll pounce on Phantom. I love when they do that little where they arch their back and start walking like they're big. They're crazy. Pretty funny. 
and they finally figured out where all the bedrooms are, so oh. they'll wait outside our bedroom door and like bolt in in the morning. How funny. That's funny. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, freaking freaking so, cats. <laughs> Casey sent me this song yesterday. He's like, babe, this song reminds me of you. Now listen to the name of the song. Sex Metal Barbie. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck? So I start playing it and like the main line in the whole song is like sex metal Barbie homicidal queen. No shit. And I was like, well, I'm not mad. Uh-uh. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> exactly. So then I started looking up like the artist and her name's like Maria. Or, I think it's Maria. I say Maria. Some people say Mariah. Maria Brink, she's a fucking badass, and she's a witch, so I was Ooh, like, cool. I'm going to lick you a lot. <laughs> I want to lick all, all, of, all of it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, because he wants to go to their concert, and I was like, okay, but I'm going to leave you for her, so I'm just saying. <laughs> so there's a good chance you will come back You'll come without alone. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. You know, the, uh, another singer who's a witch that I freaking love? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Freaking fucking love, love Stevie her. Nicks. <laughs> Oh my god, I would give anything. Like, I want to go to Stevie Nicks' concert, mm-hmm. and I want to go to this chick's concert. Mm-hmm. Well, because I was telling him, I was like, not many artists, if they are witches, are open about it. Yeah, that's like, true. I'll show you a picture of this Maria chick, and I'll post it on the Instagram, too, because she's, like, full-blown, no-fuck-giving witch. Nice. I love that. You know, I've only been to, like, one concert match. Oh, fuck. She is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Holy Guess how shit. old she is. Uh, 27? She's 40. What? Dude. No. Yes. Are you kidding me? She's felt like, please let me look Can out I that good. like that? <laughs> Seriously. I don't know what witchy shit she's, she's doing to look that good. Swedish in her. No, she's actually got, she was in Spain, and she was excited that she was back to, oh, like, her roots. Spain is pretty. Yeah. So she, uh, well, the got, women, uh, I mean, people in Spain are just pretty. Oh, I just, I just, whatever voodoo she's doing to stay looking that young, I need to get her spells going. Right, right. Just saying. I refuse to, you know, use blood as a face wash. I don't. I'm not <laughs> against it. Mm. If it's the blood of my enemies, it's fine. Yeah, I won't even do that. I'll do it. That's a, that's a tainted blood. <laughs> not okay. Well, maybe if you sage it first, it'll be fine. <laughs> sage that shit first. Um, rocks or a monster this early in the morning? Really? I didn't want to make coffee. I was literally too lazy to make coffee this morning. So, so Darwin how did, did it. Get made? Oh, okay. thanks, DJ. Appreciate that. More than you know. Oh, I didn't want to do it. I look forward to these mornings where I can just drink coffee. I was like already ha- halfway through that can before he made. Oh damn! So you like chugged that thing? Yep. Nice. Yeah. So, anyways, um. Hi, Shelby. Oh, hi, Jess. This is Heckle and Shide. <laughs> we're so good at that. <laughs> but hey, at least we're not halfway through. Yeah, I listened to that <laughs> the one end. the other day, and it was like almost the end, and we were like, oh, hi. Oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, I had one of our listeners. It, I love when listeners message on Instagram. Like, yeah. it's my favorite. I don't care what the fuck it is. I just love when they do. Well, it's cool. Like, well, yeah, and this, hold on, I will say her name because it made me giggle. So she messaged, and, God, I gotta go through them. All right, there she is. So her Instagram handle is nf2 underscore warrior. Hmm. Um, and my phone's being super, there we go. She goes, you don't have enough episodes out. I have to refrain from listening so I can binge on my flight. 
Because she's going from Utah to New York to Scotland. Holy shit, that's a long flight. And I was but like, well worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, don't worry, we'll try to get more out fast. Like, but I mean, you know, we can only, only get weekly. so yeah, so many out. But it was cool. And then I'm obviously like a diehard listener of my favorite murder. Mm-hmm. Um. And. <laughs> just because I'm going to fangirl for just a second. Karen Kilgariff. <laughs> um, hold on, I got to find it. So she posted this fucking thing that made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> she said, she posted this thing and said, I'll delete your text thread, then pretend you were never born. <laughs> I fucking commented. I was like, Petty, I love it. <laughs> and she liked my comment, and I was like, I, like fangirl for a totally second. Fangirl. I was like, oh, oh my god, my favorite murder. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I was excited. Well, and then she does a lot of the I Survive. Like she'll cover a lot of the I Survive episode mm. stories and stuff. So I listened to a couple of the ones that she had covered. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe that's why I had a migraine last night because I could not yeah. sleep. It was, yeah. I listened to some fucked up stories. They were good though. I mean. Not good, but like the way that, the way I survive does their stories is really good. Yeah, I I love stories like that where it's almost documentary type. Oh, well, that's what it was. Have you ever listened to them? My favorite murder, murder? No. Oh, well, I know you listen to them. I mean, um, the I survive <laughs> no, stuff. Have you I ever haven't. watched or listened to them? Uh huh. Well, don't do it at work because I started crying. Oh no! I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just I got, got dust in my eyes. I'm fine. Um, yeah. Okay, so what do you have today? I have the paranormal. And I'm doing haunted movie sets. Yay! Yay! So excited. So this one, um, I'm only going to co- cover a couple, but there are quite a bit of haunted movie sets. Like, any scary movie, mm-hmm. most of the time they'll have something happen. Right. And from what my research I've been doing, there's at least one thing that happens in every scary movie. Okay. Um, so one of the movies, <clears throat> you'll know this one, and this is one of my favorite oldie classic ones called Poltergeist. See, and I've never seen that. See, I love this show. Like, it's freaky, and it just, like, hits you like you're on the edge of your seat. But in the Poltergeist, um, did you know... Will you somebody get those cats? <laughs> They're in the water bottle plastic. They're, like, digging I know. through. <laughs> I know. Um, so Every anyways. time Darwin sees them, I hate them. <laughs> and then you He's, catch him cuddling them. He's, they slept in his room last night. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He's a softie. Um, so, in the Poltergeist, they mm-hmm. like there's a pool scene. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. There's hashtag a, me. Hashtag you. Uh, there's a pool scene where she like they're digging the pool out, you know, and she falls in because she's looking for her daughter, and it's a super rainy night, and all of a sudden these skeletons start popping up out of the water. <laughs> no. Okay, they are real skeletons. Uh, in the movie, they use fucking real skeletons. Fuck. Them? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, um, no. <laughs> to know all the way. I, I hard no, no. Um, so this movie was directed by Tobe. I, I don't know if it's Tobe or Toby Hooper, mm-hmm. and produced by Spielberg. Um, it was an instant success, uh, in the American horror cinema. Um, the film focuses on the feelings, uh, the Freelings, sorry, a middle class family, uh, whose life is upturned when a number of paranormal uh, circumstances occur in their California home. Okay. Um, their daughter, Carol Ann, is abducted through her bedroom closet by a group of ghosts. Um, one, n- namely, specifically the, called the Beast. 
No. Yes. Oh God. Anything um, named the Beast is a bad all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's spiritual. Um, so after learning that their their home sits on top of a Native, Amer- Native American burial ground, uh, the Freelings spend their time attempting to retrieve for their daughter. Ignore that. Okay. Um, so anyways, uh, let's see. So this one is called, or a lot of the movies, like The Omen, which I'll cover that in a minute, mm-hmm. they're called Cursed Sets. These cats are fucking cursed. <laughs> well, you have two black ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what happened, what happened on that set? Okay, so, so this one, and I'm getting into that right now. Okay. In total, I'm not a patient person. No, you're not. But it's okay. It's okay. So, in total, four cast members died during <gasps> and soon after the filming of the series. Oh my God! The yeah. Poltergeist one. The Poltergeist. I one. won't watch it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> are you me. sick? I'm not. I don't know. Like, I was sneezing all day yesterday, and today, like, <sighs> you're on cough drops. I don't know if it's like. Well, mostly because I don't want you coughing on the yeah. mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Darwin, will you hand me my backpack? I guess I can probably reach it. Never mind. I only got my sleep way later. It. Yeah, so I hope I'm not getting sick. I saw him fucked yesterday. I'm have like, you drank any emergency? No. Why? Because I don't have any. Oh my gosh, Darwin. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, it's really not. Can you go get a bottle of water and pour some emergency in it, please? Please. Look at his face. One day we'll I'll make you a cheesecake. Yeah, seriously, do it, do it, do it. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Give me one moment. Jessica's on the verge of something. Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's weird because my heart's been pounding over the last day. Oh yeah. Let's drink coffee. Yeah. Brilliant idea. I know, right? That's okay. That's Let okay. me see your left finger real quick. I want to see something. You don't have it. Well, don't I have? I'll tell you after you finish your story. I have a scar on my left finger. Where? Right here. This big ass scar. Oh, okay, like that's, that's what I was looking for. Finger. Okay, because I'm gonna. I was gonna talk about that. What that means? Oh shit! Do you know cool. what they mean? No. Ha. <laughs> She's got something on you guys. <laughs> okay, back to this. So, um, two of the tragic deaths were highly unexpected and very puzzling. Like, they didn't know how the hell it happened or why the hell it happened. Um, so it led fans to, led fans to speculate that on the trilogy's eerie implications. Okay. So, <clears throat> Caroline Freeling, the young girl in the movie, was played by Heather o- Heather O'Rourke. Um, she was only six when the first Poltergeist was released. Uh. Mhm. Freaking cute though. Um. She in her in the second one, you can tell that she's getting um, a little bigger, like in the face and everything. Like she's kind of expanding. Okay. Um, it's because, turns out, she was diagnosed, or misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease in 1987. Oh, wow. The year that I was born. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the following year, O'Rourke fell ill again, and her symptoms were casually attributed to the flu. So they thought she had flu, and then she collapsed and suffered cardiac arrest the next day. How old was she? She was seven that year. What the fuck? Yeah. Really, really sad. That's not even, what the fuck? I don't, I don't know. It was really sad. So I guess um, she was rushed to the San Diego hospital, and she sadly died of an operation to correct a bowel obstruction. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. All because of this stupid movie. Mm. It's because of this. Stupid yeah, movie. they think so. Um, you so, can't fucking play with demons, even if you, it's in the sense yeah, of a movie, and exactly. expect not. Well, like those movies that you have people playing with Ouija boards and shit. So dumb. You don't think that shit actually happens on the set? You are mistaken, my friend. 
So, um, Dominique Dune, who played uh, the older sister Dana Freeling, uh, met a very sad fate as well. Oh, Jesus. In 1982, Dune separated from her partner, John Sweeney. Um, he showed up at Dune's house, pleading for him for her to take him back, and when she refused, Sweeney grabbed Dune's neck and choked her until she was unconscious. What a fucking douchebag! Yep. And then he left her to die in her Hollywood home driveway. Oh my god, did he go to jail? Um, I fucking hope so. What the <laughs> oh, yep, here it goes. So Sweeney was sentenced to six and a half years in prison. Oh. That's so irritating. It's like, cool. if you're gonna freaking kill someone, oh, wait you're gonna be hanged or something. <laughs> six, six years? <laughs> yeah. That's all you get for killing people? Apparently. Okay, well, then I got some work to do. <laughs> My God. <laughs> no shit. Huh? I guess it depends on, like, the way you kill someone. Well, I'll just choke people. Yeah, there you Clearly, go. Clearly, that's how you get off. Well, apparently. <clears throat> okay, so um, in Poltergeist 2, the evil preacher, Kane, was played by Julian Beck. Um, in 1983, he was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Oh, my God. Which took his life soon after he finished the work on the second trilogy. So he died <laughs> very shortly after. Yeah. Um, and then also Will Sampson, who played Taylor, the Native American shaman, died after undergoing undergoing a heart-lung transplant, which he would, had a very slim survival rate in the first Holy place. Holy, yeah, I was going to say, Jesus, that's, that's a lot for your body to yeah, yeah. process. So um, the cast deaths were not the only agents of the curse, the, you know, the supposed curse. Um, other creepy legends surrounded the film. Um, so Jo Beth Williams, who played the mom, the mom, Diane Freeling, in the first two films, claimed that uh, Steven Spielberg insisted on using actual human skeletons, which I just said. Oh my god. Of uh, course he yeah, did. Yeah. To save money. Fucking What the a. fuck? Like, really? A real skull's cheaper than a fake skull? Well, apparently, back then, the real skeletons were cheaper than plastic ones. Why? I have no idea. Because they were already made. <laughs> oh my god, Jessica. <laughs> but, like, you can't have people's bones on anywhere and not expect some kind of like energetic I think that's where it started. repercussion. I really think that's where it started. Like, honestly. listen, if somebody listen, took Linda. my fucking skull and put it somewhere, I'd be like... For a fucking movie prop? I'd be like, I'm no, gonna curse you for and anything, haunt you? For anything. <laughs> Simply just because you have my skull, I'm gonna fucking ruin your day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so, that's one of them. The curse, uh, it's called The Curse of the Poltergeist Movie. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, I won't watch that. Yeah, it you know, I really I really like that show. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, they're crazy. Freaking dumbasses. That's okay. They're cute. At least they're cute. Okay. Um so another one, let me see, is <clears throat> the the Exorcist. Of course, we all know that one. I've, I've never seen it all the way through. I can't watch it. I, I think <clears throat> I started it once. No, I haven't even started it once. I think I've seen, like, snippets. Mm-hmm. More, like, in, like, GIFs or yeah. fucking different memes where, like, she's tied to the bed or she's, like, vomiting. But I've never actually sat and watched the movie. I've never either. Like, I, I don't know if I can. I won't. I, can, I don't watch the... I can watch scary movies, but I do more scary, like, Michael Myers, yeah. Jason... Like, you don't do well with the, the spiritual scary. Fuck no. I watched that scary. one lights out. So when you, Oh, fuck. No, that so one's scary. Remember when I was house-sitting for you and Buck and I was with Milo? Me, Darwin, and Casey, we, were, we got lights out. I fucking screamed and threw myself <laughs> backwards onto the couch so fast. Oh, when that fuck. psychotic little fucking... It's not little, but the fucking demon thing came out. And, oh, my God. It was so bad. You're funny. <laughs> nice. Thanks. 
He's giving me um, emergency. <laughs> we're just going to leave it at that. No, we're going to leave it at that. Okay, so with The Exorcist, um, it was originally, of course, a book. Uh, it was written by William Peter Blatty, and it sold over a million copies. Um, the original f- film earned 10 Academy Award nominations, and it was the first horror movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so one of the most memorable sounds on the movie was the 360-degree turning of Reagan's head, which, uh, by the way, this movie, um, it was originally a boy, a little boy, that was possessed. Well, it's based on a true story. It is based on a true it story. It wasn't a little boy that was possessed in real no, life. No, it was. Not what? for the Emily Rose one? Oh, no, no, that's This is not that one. Oh, well, then I'm confused. The Exorcist Get is... that picture out of my face. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the 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 Emily Rose one was uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I'm going to have to cover her these. name was Annalise Marie, I think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I definitely want to get that one covered because that was freaking cool. Um, so <clears throat> this one is The Exorcist. This one was like old, old-ass movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so at least four people connected to The Exorcist died during or shortly after filming. So again, another four. So the poltergeist was four, this one's four. There are some who claim that there uh, were as many as nine deaths linked to the film. Several strange occurrences, including an unexplainable fire on the set, led to people believe that the exorcist was cursed. Um, <clears throat> Billy Graham, an, ev- an evangelic, evangelist? There you go, evangelist. Evangelicalist. But um, he denounced the movie, claimed that um, there was any scary or cursed or whatever. Of course he did. Yeah. Um, and then the post-production for The Exorcist took place at 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City. And, yeah, freaking, like, oh, freaking terrifying, I'm telling you. Tell you what. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh. Right. I'm like having a hard time breathing here. Well, don't die. Well, I'm not going to die. Well, you're reading about haunted movie sets, but if this is a <laughs> haunted podcast set... <laughs> that would be kind of cool, actually. No, Jessica, it wouldn't. see my coffee move across the table. Hey, hey, excuse me. Put that back. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you would. Well, you know the way to summon me in the morning. Coffee. Coffee. You just make a little, you know, pentagram with coffee beans and put a coffee cup at each corner yep. and a coffee pot in the middle. Have that picture and we'll post it. <laughs> I should have probably hit more coffee. I don't know. Dude, I wouldn't do a monster and coffee. Don't tell me how to party. You can tell me how you party in the afterlife because you'll be dead. I won't have coffee, don't worry. <laughs> okay, so another one, um, The Omen. Okay, uh-huh. that one was made in 1976. Okay. So a freaking old movie. Okay. I haven't seen any of these. Really? Fuck no. Dude. Nope. Shot. I love paranormal spiritual ones. I can't stand the gore, though. Like, the gory movies, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I can't do it. Give me all the blood. Saw? All All, that? Oh, yeah, I love Saw. I can't do it. I love Saw. It just... No thanks. Like, I want, like, a little statue of the little... (laughs) Like, just, like, a little one of him, like, on the tricycle with the clown with the thing that... No. No. I'm totally good. See, I fucking love that. That I love. Creepy. Yeah, I love it. And he loves, um... 
like Freddy and Jason. Like oh yeah. One time he's old enough now to know the Elf on the Shelf is not whatever. But I did this Elf on the Shelf and I had the Elf there with like a Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, that's cool. Packet of like all the stuff. And, How cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Your kid's awesome. Yeah, he loves horror movies. I know it's so funny. Like he's older than he is. Uh huh. Mentally older than he is. <clears throat> I think that was partly me having him at sixteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. A baby having a baby. Makes yep. Sense. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, so the omen. Um, this was considered it had the worst luck of all the the scary movie franchises. This one supposedly had the worst luck of them all. All besides, let's hear it. Okay, so during the filming, the scriptwriter David Seltzer plane was hit by lightning. Ah. Uh huh. And as was star Georgie Pack, he was ex- uh, the executive producer. Or. What the hell? <laughs> Reaper just jumped off the stairs and launched himself onto Phantom. Freaking dicks. <laughs> they are. They're so mean to each other. Um, they really are. Like It's hilarious. Ugh, this is cat. And they're, so, like, they're at a fun age right now where they're just kind of everywhere. Freaking cats. <laughs> okay, so a hotel... Um, what? That's what they do. <laughs> Reaper will jump. <laughs> Retard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, Sorry, guys. Funny. I wish You're you could funny. see the cat. They're so funny, you guys. Like, we'll have to take a video and post it because they're freaking cute. They're so sweet. Well, sometimes. Mm. Okay, so, um, let's see. So, Mace Newfield uh, was staying at a hotel during protection, production and was bombed by the IRA. What in the fucking hell? Yeah. He was... How did that even happen? <clears throat> I don't even know, dude. I don't know. So, the, um... The IRA wants... I know. <laughs> how, I mean, like, that's a once in a fucking <clears throat> million lifetime opportunity. Like, how does that even... I don't know. But apparently, the restaurant that the director and the actors were supposed to... Were scheduled to eat at got bombed, too. How in the hell? Okay, cool. I don't even cool. fucking know. I don't know. So, luckily, no one this died. This sounds like some Sons of Anarchy <laughs> shit. I know. <laughs> like, government conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, so no one died at that one, which is good. Um, an assistant to the special effects consultant, John Richardson, uh, wasn't quite as lucky. On Friday the 13th... Which was yesterday. Which was yesterday. Yes. Yes. So in 1976, Friday the 13th, Richardson crashed his car in Holland. His oh, assistant hell. was sliced through by the <gasps> car's front wheel. Oh, my Decapitating God. him completely. <gasps> Yeah. Well, I mean, at least it was instant. God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, one of the film's tiger handlers... Also died. Attack. Oh, oh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Gregory Peck's son um, shot himself. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. A plane scheduled for use in the film, which was rescheduled and used for a commercial flight instead, crashed and killed everyone on board. What in the hell? Okay, yeah, the, this is for sure the worst one. Yeah. Um, so, there. I mean, there was just so much that went wrong with that one. No shit. <clears throat> and then, <clears throat> also, so this one, I kind of already went over just very lightly, but... Um, many of the actors got injured, which we just said. The set burned down, and a priest was brought in several times to bless the set, and the actor play, who played Burke, um, Jack McGowan, died of influenza. Oh, my. Okay. There, I think this was one of the ones that was, like, the most desperate of freaking No filming. shit. Yeah. Holy hell. And then you may know The Shining. I've never seen that one either. Seriously? Mm-mm. Oh, With my Jack gosh. Nicholson? Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Mm-mm. Dude, I want to go to that hotel so Bad. I know a lot about the hotel. I know a lot about the story. I like I know all that shit, mm-hmm. but I've actually never 
watch The Shining. It, yeah. People are going to be listening to this and be like, what the fuck? Like, okay, guys. I need I'll to educate watch, Shelby on scary movies. <laughs> I, I could probably watch The Shining. Maybe. You're making a face that makes me doubt it. <laughs> Here's Johnny! Fuck. <laughs> All right. So, Maybe I can get through The Shining. It, Darwin? It's definitely an older can scary I get movie, the so it's... You think so? <clears throat> it's yeah. probably not as scary as you think it is. I'll, I'll just see. because it's an older one. Yeah, um, so during the end of the filming, a massive fire broke out and destroyed several sets. Oh, God. Okay, so another fire. Nobody knows what caused the fire, so it's still unclear. Um, there's a famous photo of Stanley Kubrick laughing in front of the wreckage um, because at the end of Stephen King's novel, the Overlook Hotel did, in fact, burn down. Oh, my God. So it was, like, coincidental, and I don't believe in coincidences, but oh my God. it just so happened that this set also burned down. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the last one I'm going to talk about is okay. my favorite movie so far. Oh, God. The Conjuring. Okay, nope. Have DJ <laughs> pops up what? <laughs> I haven't seen The Conjuring Movie either. night. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> that one's a really good one. Dominic loves that You've one, You've seen too. The Conjuring? Mm-hmm. When did you watch The Conjuring? Really. Dude, You're grounded. I've seen it's... The Conjuring 1, The Conjuring 2. I want to see The Nun. God, The Nun? It. I want to see that, too. And I have a couple of pictures that... We'll talk about posting um, from a couple of different movies. Yeah, well, we'll post little things from all yeah. of these. So, with The Conjuring, um, so one of the facts on there is the cast and crew experienced creepy events during the filming, which there was a ton of creepy events. Okay, and we'll just go over just a few. And um, there's the oldest daughter, Andrea Perrin. Mm-hmm. She wrote a couple of books called House of Darkness, House of Light. Okay. And these books, I think it's a three-part series. Mm-hmm. I want to read them so bad. But it goes over everything that happened Not in the house to all of them. They started experiencing things um, from the get-go. Not and I want to do, like, my next paranormal paranormal episode mm-hmm. where I do paranormal. Mm-hmm. I want to do, I want to cover just this movie. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much that happened. <clears throat> I don't like it. Yeah. So one of the facts is um, scratches appeared out of nowhere on Bear Farming's... Uh, who plays um, Lorraine Warren, uh, on her computer soon after she agreed to act in the movie. The crew routinely, 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 <laughs> my hell, good, good talk. I know, we, we, we're doing real good at talking these last couple episodes. Yeah, it's okay. We'll get better, I promise. Um, so, let's see. They, okay, so the crew was woken up by something in the witching hour between 3 and 4 a.m., Mm. Something. Something mm. always woke him up. Mm-hmm. Um, the real-life Carolyn Perrin fell and broke her hip while visiting <gasps> the set. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was way sad. Why? Like, the fuck? Th- apparently, this this entity focused mainly on the mother. Like, I mean, she was causing the mother all sorts of grief. Like, and one of the... What the hell? Did anyone ever find out what, what was going on with the spirit? Like, why? Um, they did. But it's just one of those spirits where, okay, so basically how Andrea put it mm-hmm. is there was a spirit there, and right. she was falsely accused. Uh, apparently, um, she had several children die, but one of the children that had died, she had been watching, and they had found, after it passed away, a needle shoved from the back of its neck all the way up to his head. Oh, like, my. shoved into his freaking skull. So she killed the kid. Well, they can't prove it. No, she killed the kid. Yeah. So she was falsely accused of some other murders but falsely this, accused or yes, like properly falsely accused. accused but this one the one with the needle 
they they're like, okay, yeah, you freaking did it. And yeah. So, so like for me, that doesn't mean that her other ones were false. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she fucking did it. Yeah. Well, there's there's accusations for it and accusations against it. Well, I'm for sure for it. She did it. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> and apparently she was. Um, oh fudge. Okay, so this Bathsheba Bathsheba Sherman is her name. Um, she is the living woman. No, is the... the spirit, the entity. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and call her name. Good idea, Jess. <laughs> cool. We're good. We're good. We're okay. Um, You're right, cause she's leaving with you. No, she's not. She ain't here. She's leaving your house, and she ain't coming home. Nope. <laughs> she ain't fucking coming here. So, anyways, I guess she like every time the movie producers tried to add something that she didn't do there would be something that would happen on the set. And Andrea was like, nope, nope, you can't put it in there. She's getting upset. Like, they literally had to appease her in order to make this movie. Well, fuck. Yeah. Um, hold on, let me find my other... She's like, you can talk about me, but, like, you're not embellishing shit. Pretty much. All right. Pretty much. They, she was very much the director of her own That's movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um... Okay, hold on, guys. Let me find my stuff. Okay, so in the movie, um, there was a, 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 a doll called Annabelle, okay? And we'll go over Annabelle's a whole nother haunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go over a whole nother haunting. But this one was in this Conjuring movie. Um, <clears throat> for hell's sake, where did it go? Sorry, guys. Hold on. I'm trying to find my stuff. Oh, duh. It's in my pictures. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so, um, so in the movie, um, I don't know if all of you guys have seen it, but... I mean, most people have seen it. Yeah, yeah, so there's this part in there, it's a hide-and-clap scene, um, where they play hide-and-clap. I don't know if you know that, you oh, probably I don't do. know this. No, I do know hide-and-clap, because okay. it, it's something that's used fairly frequently, even now, to communicate with spirits. Well, yeah, but originally, back then, mm-hmm. it was used as a game. Yeah, they still do it. Okay. It's not normal. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it. It's like flashlight tag, but with clapping. Don't do it. Yeah. So um, a lot of the hide and clap scenes were super spooky. Um, Turns out the real story is way more spooky, of course. Cynthia Perrin claimed that one day while the girls were playing hide and seek on the farm, she hid in a pine box without any kind of latch or ventilation or lock or anything. Smart. Yeah, yeah. No one could find her, and Cynthia decided uh, to find a new hiding place. So she told the interviewer, I shoved up to get out of the wooden box, and it wouldn't open. I'm pushing and pushing and pushing, and started to really get scared and panicked. I kick, I'm kicking and pushing and screaming, and nobody can hear me, and after 20 minutes of this, I basically gave up. Uh, luckily, her Nancy, her sister, fuck, her Nancy. Her, her si- sister Nancy? <laughs> her sister Nancy came <laughs> along and simply just opened it. Oh, okay, cool. So it was like there was a spirit sitting, sitting on, on top. Sitting on yeah. Um, so the, par- the five parent children claimed that their initial entities acted as babysitters on some nights. So some of the ghosts there were actually benevolent. They would tuck them in, kiss them on the I don't foreheads, like any of this. Like sing them songs. Nope. Okay. Um, so both Cynthia, Cynthia and Andrea remember the ghost who tucked them in. Um, there was an older lady, kind of like a grandma fither, mm. fither. figure. Figure? <laughs> it's okay. Figure. We'll be fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um... So the parent girls claimed that they were attacked in the barn by unseen unseen entities. So can't with you today. Oh it's okay. It's how I was yes. last episode. Do you remember? It was so bad. Anything I said was just <laughs> not coming out right. 
I think it's about time for you to start. <laughs> I think the spirits are saying, okay, honey, hey, she's dead. You need to drink your coffee, and I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> um, so on the movie set, there was a couple of different things that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, they would be filming, and all of a sudden, like, a bookcase would get knocked over. Or... Um, one of one of the film crew would go home mm-hmm. and they'd see shadows and like different things. What the hell? They're just bunnies. <laughs> so, oh, so <clears throat> unfortunately, it wasn't financially possible for the family to leave, so they ended up staying there oh. for ten years. Uh, bullshit. Ten they could have left years. at some point. Yeah. So, anyways, no, I don't like that at all. Yeah. So. Like I said, I will definitely go into the movie The Conjuring in a later episode because there's oh, there's just so much, so much freaking crazy stuff, okay, that went on. I believe it. Okay, so what are you doing today? My turn? Yeah, finally. Okay, first, <laughs> first I want to tell you about the scar thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me about the scar. Oh, I have hot. I have a small one right there. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Well, oh. supposedly... It said that, like, if you have a scar on your left-hand pointer finger, mm-hmm. that... Oh, hold on. i got to find the, the exact thing so that I don't... Yeah, that's freaking interesting. It said that if there's a... On your left finger, there's a scar. It means that the person who loved you in a previous life could not forget you. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, I was like, oh, all right. That's fun. Yeah, that's freaking interesting as heck. I thought it was cool. Oh, no, that is definitely cool. It's just kind of weird that you and I would have a scar on the left, you know? Yeah, yeah. Huh, interesting. I even remember how I got this. I don't know how I got mine. I was like four. <laughs> I don't know how I got mine at all. The cat is sniffing your shoe. Sniffing my well, shoe. he was sniffing your shoe. Sniffing shoe. Hey, baby. Phantom or Reaper, your phantom. I can tell. Oh. Your Reaper. You looking at the genitalia? No, <laughs> Reaper has a white patch in oh, between okay. his legs, and oh. Phantom's all black. Okay. Hi. Okay, I can hear you purring. Let me hold. Tell me. Okay, so this week, I told you I wanted to do something that I want that people could like do or apply mm-hmm. in their lives. So I decided that I was going to do the law of attraction <gasps> and vision boards. Cool. I like it. And how all of that works, because I was. Like, with this, people either give too much information and it confuses you, or they don't give enough, so you're not really sure how to do it. Mm -hmm. So, the law of attraction, basically what it comes down to is the power of thought. Okay. Okay, negative thoughts, positive thoughts. Now, obviously, the more negative you think or the more negative things you think about, you attract negative. So, if if you're angry more often than you're happy or if you have bouts of anger or whatever the situation is, you are going to get what you give like tenfold. Okay. So if you rage out for 10 minutes, like it's, you know, eventually that's going to come back. Right. And it always comes back like 10 times stronger. Like, so a shitty situation will happen. Right. That makes and sense. And you don't necessarily mm-hmm. get to control the shitty situation that presents itself. Mm-hmm. That's why it's better to think more positive and speak more positive, which is so much easier fucking said than done. Oh, big time. Especially if shitty things are happening in your life already. Well, yeah. The, so what I try and do, I mean, not all the time. I'm not perfect at it, but I really try, especially like with Casey and I, if something's going wrong, I'm like, okay, but, 
It could have been like this. It could have been like this. Let's focus on the fact that it's this simple and we're going to be fine. And, mm-hmm. you know, try to, like... Downplay the situation. Yeah, downplay it and think positively about, like, you know, well, it only happened like this. Well, and, that, and you know, what's the lesson in this? Right, know? right. So it's for sure better to think like that. So yeah. a lot of... <clears throat> Um, people get all caught up in it and they actually get scared of their own thoughts because a lot of people, (laughs) well, you start thinking something negative and you're like, oh crap, you know, and you panic. The thing is, (laughs) a positive thought is a hundred times stronger than a negative. Right. So if you're thinking a negative and you can catch yourself and switch to a positive thought Mm -hmm. or think about something that gives you a positive emotion or feeling, you're you're tipping that scale. And if you even tip the scale, I think it's as little as like 1% everything starts to change in your life. Holy cow. Um, yeah. And I mean, I've watched The Secret before. I've read the book. I've read the, it's, a, it's like the, the secret, the power, and the magic. Oh, okay. Um, I lent someone the power and I lent someone the magic and I never got them back. Oh, that sucks. Um, so, well, and uh, yeah, I wasn't thrilled, but whatever. Well, can you get them back now? No, they're not people that I talk to. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what, the book's not worth it. I'll just buy a new one. (laughs) Keep it. Just keep it. You need it more than I do, apparently. Right. Um, so, yeah, so when you start having a negative thought, just move your thoughts to something positive. Mm -hmm. Um, and daydreaming is a huge part of it. Really? Well, yeah, because when you're, when you're trying to attract something, it's the power of thought Mm -hmm. and imagination. A lot of people don't realize the power that, that the fucking mind has. Yeah. So when you daydream things, you're Doing telling the universe, well, you're telling the universe, focus. this is what I want. Right. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I want. And the universe, it, it, that's why it's called the law. Like mm-hmm. it has no other frequency but to give that to you. That's cool. So <clears> that's <throat> why people get scared of their thoughts because if they're thinking negative, they're going to attract Oh, it. for sure. Um, yeah, I need and, to rebuild my vision board. <laughs> right, which is why like, I'm kind of doing this episode because I, I go through stages where I'm really good at doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go through stages where like I suck. And it's funny because I can tell, I can tell a huge difference on what's going on around me. Right, and like right. what's happening. Well, and see, a lot of people, um, they don't, they can't tell. You know, they're just like, why is all this bad shit happening? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But they can't focus in on, oh, it's because of this. Right. Well, well, yeah, because then you, again, have to take accountability for attracting shitty circumstances. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's just some shit that fucking happens. Yeah. Um, but they, like, the biggest people in the world had all this shit figured out. Right. Like, Albert Einstein is in the secret, like a bunch of different things. And they all use the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. If you put that thought out there, you're setting it in motion. Right. Which is why vision boards are very important. Right. So that's, that's what, well, some people don't use vision boards. I personally do. I haven't done one in a while, but going to, but if you see it every day or you get up and you look at the board, it keeps that, um, excitement. It keeps the, the good image, feeling the feeling. Yeah. It keeps it. And it keeps, letting your brain put it out there to the universe, mm-hmm. which in turn shows the universe every single day. Okay. They're still thinking about this. This is coming. This is coming. This is yeah, coming. I definitely need to do that. There's some things I want. Right. Wholeheartedly. So <laughs> the, okay. So steps to manifesting or like using a vision board is visual, like one visualize what you want mm-hmm. and like really visualize it in detail. If you want to, two is desire. Um, be legitimately excited about what you're visualizing. If you put something on your vision board or you're thinking about it, let yourself 
emotionally respond to it as though you already have it. Right. Well, yeah, I've, I've been reading all sorts of stuff like that, like make it look like you have it or make it feel like you have it. Right. Three is belief. So believe what you desire is possible. What, what people, they get caught in these thinking traps when they're like, okay, but how is that going to happen? Well, this has to happen first, then this has to happen. And then, well, okay, well, that's probably not going to happen. And then they start going backwards and mm-hmm. they're putting out there, okay, well, it's not going to happen. Right. So don't worry about the how, yeah. worry about the you have it now. Yeah. Don't even, like, okay. it's not your problem to worry about how the fuck it's going to happen. Yeah. Just believe Visualize that it's there. going to yeah. happen. <laughs> Which can be harder. Oh, it is. Than done. Yeah. Trust me. Four is acceptance. So mm-hmm. accept your belief and ability to manifest it as being true. So again, just if you're thinking it, just know that it's coming. Um, five is intend. Um, want and intend are different. You must have the intention to manifest your desire. Six is action. Act and believe like your desire has already manifested. Mm-hmm. So I talk to Casey all the time about doing live shows for the podcast. Dude, that would be so epic. But I talk to him about it all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do a live show, and this is where I want to do one, and this is where I want to do one. I talk about it like it's already on its way. Oh, Oregon. Right. But Remember I talk about it like it's already on Yeah. But I talk about it like it's already on its way, and a lot of people think that doing stuff like that, okay, they're crazy, like they're getting ahead of themselves. I'm not like, trying no, to get ahead of myself. Not, I want that to be a thing. Yeah, it's a visualization. Right. A very positive one. And then that. seven is allowance. So detach, detach from outcome. You have to be... You have to be intense in your desire without expectation that it'll manifest. Right. So don't be like, a lot of people are like, okay, well, I want this to happen within the next six months. Don't do that. That's mm-hmm. not how universal laws and energies work. It will come. So, yeah, but in their own time. Right. So here, here's a, another thing where people get confused. You can't just sit on the couch and be like, well, I want this to happen. Yeah. And think about it every day. That's not how it works. Like, you have to physically, like, like the podcast, like, we're doing this every week. Like, right. we are taking steps to make Our what we reality. want. Right. For sure. I mean, so you have to be actively pursuing a goal uh-huh. and then add to that mentally and physically and all that and just keep it going and growing and whatever. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, like right now we're recording. Right. You know, and... Hopefully soon we're going to be getting microphones. Right. Actual good microphones. <laughs> oh my God, please. Um, so this, this one is a really good quote by Buddha that I love. What you think you become, what you feel you will attract, what you imagine you create. I love that quote. Right. Speaking of it. But it's, it's that simple. Yeah. But people, unfortunately, everyone has a habit of getting into their own head mm-hmm. and they fucking... Well, and some people's, like, in their thoughts, they're so dark, it's, sometimes it's just hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So this is an actual quote from The Secret, and it's advice on, like, how to do stuff to help manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I call this praying, just because I don't know another term for it. You don't have to call it praying. But every night before you fall asleep, give heartfelt thanks for your wonderful day, like the one you just had, no matter what kind of day you had. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you had a crappy day. Find something that you are Positive thankful for. Yeah. yeah. Think about the next day and intend that it is going to be wonderful. Intend that it is going to be the best day of your life. Intend that it is going to be filled with love and joy. Intend that all good is coming to you and everything will flow perfectly. Then before you wake chills. in the morning, <laughs> before you get out of bed, again, declare your intentions for the day. Give deep thanks. And through all of this, like, it'll, it will, everything will start to shift. Now, it don't, won't happen immediately. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. That's not the way, that's not the way anything works. It's like, you get a job and you don't get paid for 
two weeks. <gasps> Lily! She's all, what? What is going Hi? on? Hi! Hi, Brindy! Sorry, the baby just came downstairs. She just, she just woke up! <gasps> There's a smile. <laughs> Anyways, so that's, that's my, my thing. This is what I'm going to ask you guys to do. I want some of you to make a vision board and send us pictures. Yes. And then we, I'll do like do. a, I'll, I don't care how big or how small it is or like what's on your board. Even if it's a vision list, send it to us and I'm going to do like a collage on the That podcast. would be so cool. And you guys, still, we are needing stories. Oh yeah, for Spiritual sure. stories, for sure. experiences, paranormal experiences, even cryptid experiences. I don't give a fuck what they are. Just send them to do, me. Yeah, send them in because... We're going to be doing listener lore. Where are you going? Back upstairs. I don't know why. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. I'm going to tell you to sage that shit. And always turn off the dark.